So the big question is this, how do investors like us who don't have a PhD in finance earn millions to start investing? How do we grow our bank accounts to build real savings and retirements and yet still have the time to do what we really love? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. Hey guys, John Luke here with the Stock Market Series Podcast. Super excited to bring you a very, very special episode today coming from uh, putting the sheets on a bed. <laughs> um, but, you know, really cool, 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 fun night tonight. And, um, you know, there was something that, that someone said today that really kind of got me, like, just thinking, 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 thinking. And it was just kind of like something that, like, I, I, I've heard it a lot, a lot, a lot from family, from friends. Um, and, and a lot of it's cool, you know, it's genuine and it's out of concern and it's, it's, it's nice and it's kind, but at the same time, it's like, dude, I don't want to hear it. Um, and it's this idea, uh, and this is something that, oh my God, it's just crazy. Um, it's this idea of like, you know, working too much not having enough fun. And it's weird because like the only people that tell me this are like those that aren't absolutely freaking crushing it. Um, and when I meet people that are absolutely crushing it, they see what I'm doing. Um, and it, it's the same as what everyone else sees. But, like, they're totally cool with it because they understand that, like, to get to the level of success that, you know, I desire and that uh, is, is just surreal, like, it takes dedication, right, and passion. And so because of that, you know, like, I don't waste time, like, on TV, uh, like, ever, um, or... With, with just just crap right and so a lot of times i'll get people and they'll be like well dude you don't have any fun and i'm like dude are you insane do you know how fun it is to trade stocks stocks are the coolest um and you know that's like a pretty like bare bones like you know basic response but at the same time it's like it's weird because you know obviously i do other things and i love them and they're great I have companies and it's so much fun but like it's it's weird because people, you know, they have their own passions, right? And so what happened tonight is, you know, I was talking with some woman. She, you know, she's in band and she's absolutely having, you know, a great time in band. She loves it. It was awesome. And it was weird because, like, super passionate about it. You know, putting in tons of time, effort, fun uh, to get this band stuff done. But, and, and like, to her, it's totally, totally, totally justified. Um, because it was fun, right? But to everybody else looking at it um you know it, it looks more like work right like if you're putting in eight hours a day into something i mean that that looks like work to most people especially if they don't understand you know how freaking awesome it is you know and so because of that there's like this separation between what she considered school and what she considered fun and for her that fun was work for the and that's what, you know, that's, that's like the exact, exact same situation um, that I've seen so many people in, right? It's this idea that, like, you're doing what you love and you're going 100% on it. You're going hard, hard, hard because you know that, like, by doing it, you're going to have the success that you desire. Um, and it was cool. I was reading this one book today, uh, The Magic of Thing Being. I'm so, super, super excited. Like, get a book on it. It's going to be awesome. Um, but early on in the book, you know, what the first thing he does is, like, define success. Like, what is success and, and for him and for so many people you know it's like a bundle right this idea that you don't have to worry about things like you have what you desire and what you could desire so you have the freedom to go out and, and do what you love you know for me like that came when i realized that like i could create tremendous income working just a couple hours a day trading nine to noon and like that changed my life and it changed my viewpoint and, and everything it's just been so dramatically different ever since then but like the important part with that 
is recognizing like where you want the impact to come from and then figuring out, well, what are you going to do with the other 10 hours a day? For some people, that 10 hours is spent doing, you know, like quote nothing, right? Like I have so many people, you know, what they do for fun, right? And for fun, that's a kind of a keyword for when you have spare time. And, you know, people ask me that. I'm like, trade stocks, running companies. I love it. It's awesome. But when I ask a lot of people that, they'll just say, oh, I don't, I don't do anything. Like I literally have this guy. He said he didn't do anything. Like, oh my God. How, like, what? and see, I think the problem, it, it stems from a deeper issue. And of course, that deeper issue is, is not having like overall long-term goals. And it's just, it's a problem that so many people have, uh, which sucks because it's like the ultimate guiding force in my life is, is this overarching goal statement that I read like twice a day, every single day before meditation. And that has just changed everything for me in the past four years. But like some people, they just, they just don't put in the time, the effort, whatever to get that initial goal statement done. Which is crazy because like the instant that you get that going, everything changes because now instead of like everything being work or grind, it's fun, right? Like people say, oh my God, you work all day. Like I don't feel that way. I feel like I'm having the best time ever. I'm doing exactly what I desire to do. Working in my prime, um, prime, prime state, right? Like the thing that I feel like I was put on this planet to do and Yet, so many people, they look at it and they're just like, too much work, too much work. And they try to drag down, drag down, which sucks because like, you know, you're, and I feel like there's a lot of people in the situation, right? Like you're doing what you love. You're doing what you know will create that success and that dedication. And it sucks because especially if you're working kind of more like entrepreneurial, like for your own thing, a lot of times, one of the, the key defining features of uber successful and wealthy Americans is their ability um, and this is something that's really profound, their ability to work without pay for an initial period of time. So like for me, right, like I wrote a book, okay, while I was writing that book for like a year, you know, teaching the concepts and then, you know, writing it and editing it, making a title and, and signing it and, uh, you know, all that stuff. Um, there was a sum total of zero people that paid me any money before publishing date. And I know that might be different um, if you're an established author and, you know, sometimes they get like four words um, or I know like thinking we're rich, like uh, the guy wrote it. Um, <coughs> he got a forward of like literally 25 years stipend salary from like uh, Andrew Carnegie. And that's cool. But for most people that write books, like they don't get paid before the books publish. Um, and that was the same thing for me. Right. Like. That book is probably going to scale up and make, I don't even know. It's going to be insane. I'm working so hard on the funnels for it right now. I'm so, so excited. I mean, it's just, it's going to be huge. Okay. And it's been huge. It's a national bestseller. It's freaking awesome. I love it. But all of that income comes in, like all that, that huge spike in sales, all that money comes in and flows into my bank account after I put in literally like years and like thousands of hours of blood, sweat, tears, like years and years and years and years of trading principles, like tons and tons and tons of work and education and growth and training and, and everything. And none of that has, I mean, obviously, like if you're trading stocks, you're making money. I mean, like you can bring direct value to the marketplace that way. And it's really, really, really easy to do it that way. And it's really, really fun. Um, but like, I'm talking more about like, like the publishing side of it. 
um, and the business asset side of it. You know, that stuff that comes after you put in, you know, a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of work at the beginning. And for me, like that work is awesome because it gets me closer to my long-term goal. It makes me happy and it makes me have fun because, you know, you're getting closer to that long-term goal. And I know that I'm working towards something that's going to be so much bigger than me in one, two, 10, 20, 40 years that it'll be insane. It'll be absurd. Um, And so like, you know, I put in 16, I probably put in 16 hour days every day for like four years. And probably the reason behind that is like, I'm so passionate about doing what I love instead of being trapped, you know, in, in, in a position or, or a world of someone else's design. Like that scares me, man. I remember I was working at Subway and, you know, we were doing like doubles on the weekend, right? You'd have like the morning shift and, and the evening shift. And it got to the point where like everyone hated my boss so much that they all left. And I was the only one there all day. And this, this, this one, this, this one event really was the, the trigger for me. I, I, I sat down, it was like noon. I opened the store in the morning at like, I don't know, like six or, or something. And, and we closed at like eight. So I feel like it was a 12 hour shift. So those numbers might be, I don't know, maybe it was 14. Um, but it was like only me for the whole day. And I sit down to eat a couple of boiled eggs that I brought for lunch because I wasn't allowed to get like food from anywhere. I couldn't get, you know, just kind of like I had to pay for my food. And so I, I brought boiled eggs for lunch. I sat down to eat my boiled eggs in the back. And I get a, I get a call. I get a call on, on the store phone. And it's uh, it's a manager. And he's, he's watching the cameras. And he says, what are you doing? Sitting down. What are you doing? Not working. We are paying you to work. And like that was when I realized that like I didn't have control over my life. I couldn't even freaking sit down and eat three eggs. That's when I realized that like I had to change. And I changed myself. I'd upgrade my skill set. And I had to change my surroundings. I changed my environment. And I spent months and months and months and months after that day doing nothing but immersing myself in investing in, in, in stocks and everything changed when I decided to go all in and quit and start trading stocks full time. And I don't know, it's just, it's never been the same since then. It's so powerful. But like for the six months that I spent trying to learn how to invest, because obviously there's, there's a really, you know, there's a lot of information. There's a huge educational barrier to entry into finance. There's a lot of crap to learn. You know, for all the time that I spent learning to do that, I didn't get paid a dime, you know, like all the stuff, like, like learning, you can learn and learn and learn and learn and learn, but you're not going to get paid anything until you start to apply it. And it's, it's tough because, like, you got to know how to do your shit if you're going to go into the market and you want to make a lot of money. Like, you kind of have to, like, know what you're doing. And so for me, it was tough because, like, I was, you know, well, what, what's, your, what's your wage? You know, what are you getting paid as an entrepreneur? What are you getting paid doing your own thing? For a lot of times, it's like literally $0 an hour for a very extended period of time. And then very quickly, you have massive success and you're, you know, it's the figures that people gasp at, you know, like Zuckerberg, he spent years and years and years and years, years in developing the technology, Facebook, and like, you know, barely made any money for a while. Then it crushed it and exploded. And then people, you know, I, like I was in this management statistics class, which is like this dude's, uh, dude, I, oh my God, I'm going to get triggered if I talk about that class. Um. But the, the guy, he's talking about outliers, right? And 
outliers specifically like with college education versus income. And like he's talking about Zuckerberg and he said Zuckerberg would be an outlier because he didn't finish college. But like the dude has more specialized knowledge in the field of online advertising, marketing and social media, like and in traffic specifically targeted traffic than like probably anybody on this planet. And like it's like he, there's no degree in that. There was not a degree in that when he graduated, nor is there a degree in it now. And the only way for him to do it was that do freaking do it. And I don't know. It's just, it's just really, really interesting. I had a, it's, it's this idea of like, you know, doing what, because he, he, you know, he, like you got to expect, like these guys are putting in the 16 hour days. Elon Musk putting in the 100 hour work weeks for sure. And there's like a stark contrast between that and then like the four hour work week. And it, it's really, really weird because you have to like systemize it. But you also have to keep growing. You have to keep succeeding. And you have to find like, exactly where you want to be that's going to allow you to fulfill those goals uh, to their, you know, fullest and best extent. And for me right now, that systemization of businesses, like, it's awesome for me to say, hey, just go to my website, you know, johnalfluton4.com and you can get, like, free personal finance, introductory stock market secrets training class, freaking coolest thing ever. And people are like, oh, I was learning about the stock market. Oh, I'm interested in stock market. Let me check that out. Like, that's cool because I can leverage that and I create business systems and, and automation around that, which is awesome. Um, and that's just, that's something I've been really passionate about lately. And, and I know that like, like, think about it like this. Okay. I'm building an asset that's literally going to last decades. And for me, you know, how much is that worth? How much is the time I'm putting in right now worth? Like it's up to the marketplace to decide, right? It just depends on, on how many lives I can impact. And, and for, for a vast majority of it, like, you just don't get paid at the beginning because you don't like have any results at the beginning. Um, I never remember when I first started teaching stock classes in my local communities, right? Um, it was interesting because like a lot of people, you have like, like, like maybe like a thousand people on the first day. And then on the second day, maybe like half of them are gone. And by like third, fourth, fifth day, you know, a solid chunk of those people have just like dipped out. But then that 10% that stayed, you know, till the end, like, those are the ones that go out there and apply it and freaking do it and crush it and have massive success. And they've been some of my you know, biggest testimonials because they're amazing because they like found the insane, insane, insane power behind financial markets and everything, everything, everything changed in their lives. But everything didn't change in their lives while they were sitting in that classroom. You know, they're making zero bucks an hour going to that summer. I mean, if anything, it was costing them money and opportunity costs, right? I mean, I probably should have charged money, but I don't know. It was a long time ago. It was a really long time ago. Um, and, you know, I think about like that and then I compare it to, you know, sort of the income I was generating, especially during the crypto bull run, um, but more specifically just with nine to noon trading. And it's like the payoff is right around the corner, but a lot of people, they, they don't, you know, they, they want to have like x-ray vision. They want to see through the glass. They want to see through the brick wall. That's, that's make actually creating that corner, um, instead of just going and going and going and going hard and realizing that maybe they're not going to make a dime until they cross that bridge. They go around the corner, but the instant that they do, I mean, there's just so much waiting on the other side. It's insane. It's this a vast abundance of wealth out there. And it's something that so many people, uh, I feel like just don't look, it's looked over or whatever. Um, but it's a serious problem. And I remember I was taking Zuber ride back home tonight 
And, you know, I was talking to this guy, and I think I'll finish up with this, because holy crap, man, it's really, really late. Um, and, you know, he says, he's talking about, you know, how he works at a warehouse, which is awesome. And he's looking at, like, investing in stocks. And apparently his, like, grandma was a stockbroker, which I think is absolutely cool as heck. Because uh, for, for those of you guys who don't know, like, most stockbrokers are just, like, salespeople for financial assets. So they'll just, like, sell, 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 cold call people, sell them assets that they probably shouldn't be investing in. Uh, at least a, a lot of the time. And if you guys have seen like Wall Street, like in 1987, like really, really, really good movie. It's all about um, at least a good chunk of it. It's like half insider trading and half salesman of, of stocks and it's it, investments. And it's really, really cool. It's one of those older movies because like you can tell because the tickers, they go by ace of a penny instead of instead of cents, which is really, really cool. Um, but anyway, I was talking to this guy and, you know, it was interesting because I'm like, oh, why did you start, you know, driving? He was new with Uber. Why did you start driving with Uber? And, you know, he said, oh, I need some more money. And I'm like, yeah, well, doesn't everybody, right? Um, but for me, like, you know, I think about that and then I, I think about like assets, right? And, you know, my goal isn't to like figure out how much time I can put into a job or work. My goal is to figure out, you know, how, how long is it going to take me to build an asset that can create income, that can create wealth, that can grow and grow and grow and grow. Um, and obviously you know, he probably had like a more traditional look at like what you can do in the market. Cause I started talking about investments and he was like, yeah, I mean, it's cool. If you look at, you know, what those you can do when you put your money in a stock for years and years and it grows and it compounds and it compounds. And I think that's what most people think of when they think of the market, um, which is interesting. I don't know. I, that's probably how I looked at it for a very, very long time until I really discovered the power of, you know, active management and just making tons and tons of bank. Uh, to outperform, you know, 99% of investors. But but anyway, so I'm talking to him and it was weird because like every time he would talk about money, he was talking about time. And a lot of people, they associate time with money. Like I, I was in that same place for years, you know? Um, I was thinking, okay, well, what am I going to get paid for an hour? Instead of how much value am I going to bring to the marketplace here? And everything changed once I started doing that because now, you know, originally, like if that's, so sort of like an employee mindset. And obviously most people don't want to work for zero dollars an hour. But like when you're getting specialized knowledge and specialized education, all of a sudden you're able to focus all your energies and efforts on creating value. And you know that you're building up, building up, building up, building up the value. You're building up this huge data, like this huge bank of value. And you can then withdraw on it later and turn it into cash, turn it into assets, turn it into income, turn it into wealth. Uh, through the power of investments in yourself, investments in economies, investments in assets. I mean, it's, it's, it's all assets, dude. It's all assets. That favorite word. Favorite word. Um, and you got to dissociate time, right? Because like, you know, like the, uh, a house, you know, if you're going to buy like a house for real estate or whatever. Like it doesn't care how much time you spend. It's an inanimate object. Like time is irrelevant. It doesn't matter. Uh, with stocks, you know, people don't care how much time you spend in researching a company. It, it either goes up or it goes down, you know? Um, like, oh my God, I've seen some analysts, they like write up like 70 page reports on a company. And I'm like, dude, like, what does that even freaking do, man? Like, let me look at the chart. Give me like 10 minutes. It, I don't know. It just depends. It just depends. Um, and, and that's, you know, just technical analysis. I mean, that's what I teach in the book. That's, that's what I'm so passionate about. And there's obviously fundamentals behind it too. Uh, for sure, you gotta, you gotta know what you're doing. Um, and that's why I try to teach it really well. <laughs>
but please, 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 please dissociate like time for money and start to think like, you know, what's the value I'm giving here? I remember, you know, like, like, like with bus drivers, right? There's a lot of bus drivers, there's a ton of buses on campus. And they're talking about like how they want more money so they can spend it on Black Friday and, and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, why don't you like think about the environment you're in, right? Because so many people, they just go through the routine every single day and the same routine, same routine, same routine. And then they get their paycheck, they spend it, whatever. They don't invest in assets. They don't change their routine. They don't change their environment. And most significantly, they don't change their wealth pattern. And so because of that, they go through life like this Uber driver without any investments, um, and sometimes it's, you know, laziness or lack of ambition. I don't know. Man. I don't know. I think it's lack of education mostly. And then there's a little bit of a fundamental, I mean, there's a, there's a pretty sizable fundamental barrier to entry into finance. PDT rule pisses me off so much. Oh, man. Um, but like, how do I get over that? Well, I think the way to get over it is first you have to really like, and I think it's tough to say, you know, dissociate time for money. When, you know, if all you're doing is, is working at an hourly wage job like this guy was, um, because that's a, that's a perspective that comes after you start to invest in assets. So for a lot of people, maybe the best first step is to just take that, you know, whatever percent of income um, and just put it in any asset, dude. I remember, you know, the first money I made on stocks and then the first real money I made on stocks and the first money I lost on stocks, the real money I lost on stocks. Um, you know, all that makes you realize that like, you can you can seriously generate like income, wealth, whatever, and and sort of work towards those real savings and retirement goals, uh, with without having to focus on more and more and more time, and instead focus on leveraging systems and practices and asset building, uh, income streams that just freaking work. So that was my that was my story tonight about focusing on your passions. And uh, not worrying about what other people think about you. And especially if people are trying to drag you down and say that you work too hard. Because that is bogus. And also focus on accumulating assets. Because they are the key. The key, the key, the key, the key to wealth. Um, so yeah, you guys are in the most powerful financial economy. Powerhouse. On this planet. It, it's so amazing. Um, so yeah, go out there. Crush it, guys. Um, I'm really sorry if I sounded drained today. Like I said, it's really, really late. So I will see you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Stock Park Chickens podcast. I really, really, really appreciate it. Have an amazing day. And I'll see you later, guys. Thanks. Bye. Want more stock market secrets? If so, go get your free copy of my best-selling book, 9 to Noon. You can get your free copy plus $11,176 of unannounced bonuses It took me years to uncover completely for free at 9toNoonSecrets.com. Inside 9 to Noon, you'll find the top 38 secrets you can use to double your portfolio every two years and make upwards of 10% per trade daily.